0: It's the late, long-awaited Season 3, Episode 1 of The procrastinators. Darren, how are you doing? Matt, I'm
1: good, thank you. I'm very good, thank you. Was, good. I absolutely needed a Christmas break, um, because if I had nothing, I'd have just melted down. How are you doing?
0: Well, I'm good. All the better for a two-hour round trip to have a drink in a pub with you. Um, <laughs> I think it's worth sharing with the listeners that we fucked up our first attempt to uh, record this episode we were going to do it in person um, but the last time we'd recorded an episode in person we didn't need uh, aircon running and things of that nature because it was in the winter and um, unfortunately we kind of forgot about the fact that actually recording in person in New Zealand in Auckland in the midsummer. It's a bit difficult, and actually, it might be better to do it over Zoom. So, I drove all the way to Beachlands, where I've never been before. That's very nice. Had a very pleasant drink with you in the pub, uh, your local, where I've also never been, obviously, yes. and then drove all the way back again. And I must say, thank you very much for driving yet all this way. No, it was it was it was, uh, good. it was actually a good opportunity to just get out and uh, blow the cobwebs off and go somewhere I haven't been before. No, well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But
1: you're right, since we got into the car and it was about 40 degrees in the car, um, we pretty much knew that recording was going to be a bit of a problem, right?
0: Yes. So here we are, back in our our spare rooms. That's right. (laughs) It almost feels like lockdown again. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't even... Did you have a great summer holiday? I did, actually, thank you. Um, Lots of uh, travelling around the south north of the South Island, and the south of the North Island, um, just to keep it fresh, went to Stonehenge, among other places. I don't know if you've been there in New Zealand. I'm not big, Stonehenge. Well, I no. It, unfortunately, still can't leave the country. But um, I went to the next best thing, which is Stonehenge oteroa which is in the Wairarapa near Martinborough, and is basically a series of concrete blocks that have been erected to act as a three-dimensional astrological calendar or astronomical calendar, by a bunch of local people in Martinborough. It's actually the second time I've been there, believe it or not. And it's a pretty weird place, actually. I can't quite work out what is the motivation of the people who built it. There's loads of stuff written there about what their motivation was, and I even bought the book about it. But nowhere does it really say why they did it. And these are people who like in the 1960s got together and decided to build a replica of Stonehenge, or at least a, a New Zealand equivalent to Stonehenge. But uh, yeah, it's all very strange and I'm sure they're hippies. And I was convinced when I got there that they would be like anti-maskers and not be checking vaccine passports or anything. But actually they were. They were checking we had masks on to go in the gift shop and they checked everyone's vaccine passports. Anyway, how was your holiday?
1: My holiday was very good, thank you. The first week was quieter, um, just kind of hung around local and did some stuff like and cinemas and stuff. But the second week, spent three days in Rotorua, where the very first thing I did there, they gave me a big orange sticker saying Auckland on it and told us to stick it on ourselves. So I still yet to find out what the motivation was that was, whether it, it was less intrusive than giving us a bell to ring and walk around with just to put a sticker on saying Auckland instead. So that was a very weird start to the holiday, but we uh, we had a great time considering the three days down there. Spent a day on Waihickey as well, but um, yeah, without being able to go overseas, the holidays just don't quite seem as long somehow. And before I knew it, I was back at work.
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. They're short enough as it is, and then when you can't travel, they're even shorter. So um, the weather's been good, though. Oh, what would it be if two English people were not talking about the weather? We would be
1: not English in any way, Paul form. It's been amazing. Like, I'm not quite sure if New Zealand weather people, whatever they call them these days, um, are the same that predict COVID cases because they've been hideously wrong a few times because they've predicted rain about five times. And I've seen no rain practically at all in about four weeks
0: yeah no it's uh it's um i've yeah i've no idea but listen anyone who's think, listening to this thinking look, i don't pay you guys to sit around talking about the weather all i'll say to you is you don't pay us at all correct so if you if we want to talk about the weather, we will um, eat it is what i say to those people having, eat it. <laughs> having said that let's move on there's been a lot of open mics reopening Um, The classics up and running again with uh, Raw Summer and and with Pro Nights as well. Um, It almost feels like we're back to normal in as far as comedy is concerned. But I don't know. I haven't been. It's it's January and I I never really go to gigs in January because I kind of didn't expect them to be happening. And I don't know. I just wonder whether I understand why performers want to get back out there. I'm pretty keen to get back out there and doing some stand up. But is it a bit soon? Is it better to wait maybe till February when people are back?
1: Yeah, look, obviously I've spoke to a few people that have been promoting gigs and doing stuff. Some are back. There's probably oh, four or five open mic open nights that are back open again. Um, that open mic word, I think that might come back at some point in the future. And um, I um, think that um, the audience is, apart from the classic and a couple of places, Um, I know there's a few pro-touring shows on at the moment, like the Kiwi Summer um, stuff is all on, and they've all been selling pretty well. Some stuff on the South Island looks like it's been going well, but some gigs around Auckland due to Auckland notoriously being deathly quiet until about late January with various public holidays. Um, I think it's still been a bit slow to come back, so hopefully February we really do start to see audiences come back so that we can all get back out amongst it again.
0: Yeah, definitely. I put my name down for my first gig in since June last year. Um, it's sometime in February. So hopefully... That's I'll, amazing. It? We picked, yeah. It's uh, yet another little pause in everyone's lives. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, you think back to
1: October 19, when we both met at the comedy school, like COVID and everything wasn't a thing and we got through the comedy school and we did our graduation night in December of course then comedy closes December January and we start kind of hidden things in February and then March the whole thing and it's just kind of been so erratic since March 20.
0: Yeah yeah it feels like you know we've had the two t- we should have had like two and a bit years now but in reality we've had about a year Yeah, you know, I, would, I would say um, yeah, and tops. it's you know the impact that's I'm not looking forward to actually getting back on st- I am looking forward on one hand uh, on the one hand getting back on stage but on the other hand I'm quite nervous in that I have written a bit of material actually during lockdown but not much um, but I'm just so out of practice I know that the first sort of three four gigs I'm going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And it's just um
1: the one, Yeah, the one thing I found, I I I was asked to do some MC just before Christmas, and, and again, just before Christmas, it was really tough with audiences. But what I did find by not doing gigs often enough is my ability to remember was crap.
0: Because
1: mm. you because you got into that routine of remembering a set, and you know, you throw throw a few new jokes in there, but you've always got old stuff. When I hadn't done anything from like June, July until december i found the week before when i was trying to remember stuff i was absolutely hopeless at memory i just couldn't remember anything and i wrote it all down in a book because it was that i found it just i was so out of practice of memorizing sets that was real it was actually nice to go and do an improv night because (laughs) at least i didn't have anything to memorize
0: yeah now improv as as eagle-eared regular loyal listeners uh, non-paying listeners, but listeners all the same, will remember, um, by the way, I'm not gonna I'm not making a thing about that. We're not gonna start charging for the podcast. We do have an exciting announcement coming up, but it's nothing to do with that. Um so I'm gonna drop that joke right now and not start it off as a running one. Uh, but improv, obviously, that's something we both started together. Um, between uh-huh. lockdowns, we started our first stage of our improv learning careers. and then uh, we started our second one. And then the second lockdown came along and then there was a bit of a pause. And then we tried to restart it kind of online at first and then under the Auckland traffic light system doing a couple of face to face ones. And I had to drop out because actually the night we did it on change and that did not work for me in terms of work. But to be honest, I also was not feeling doing it either remotely or wearing a mask and physically distanced under such strict alert levels. Uh, But you stuck at it. And you actually did the graduation show um, and everything. So how did that go?
1: Yeah, look, you know, that was real cool. We did miss you, by the way, and still do miss you. You know, but one day when we're both all through this and we get the other end, who knows where we might end up in the future. That's right. Back together and everything like that. But no, it was cool in the end. We did five face-to-face. We ended up doing four online and we only got one lesson together before the actual rookie night so that was really tough like only having one day one evening prepping for the show actually in the theatre and that was only five days before but Wade and the team at COVID did an amazing job we got to the rookie night unfortunately because we're under red alert still we could only have 50% of the audience but it was a sort of a sold out which was great actually uh considering where events have been prior to and and it went really well thank you for asking and um yeah everyone felt really cool after doing that and so um yeah it's good looking forward to 301 and hopefully becoming a member of the theater and trying to do something a
0: little bit more Mm, awesome well um i'll be starting again uh from the beginning level well level two from the beginning next week and um looking forward to catching up with you at some point uh in terms of becoming a member doing 301 becoming a member and and all that kind of stuff because i do feel like improv it's really exciting to me and i think a large part of it is the fact that you don't have to remember any lines y- the only stuff you have to remember is what is happening dynamically no. around you at the time which you know is a is a skill in itself but for me is definitely an easier skill i think to to learn than remembering 6 minutes of uh carefully crafted material um especially if you're going to like take stuff out and you know like we do when we're on stage we change things around and that often often find out I'm throwing myself by changing things. Um, And in in improv, you just don't have that kind of fear because you're making up as you go along. I think the other thing about improv
1: that's cool as well is there's more than one of you and you live and die together and you can help each other out. When you're up there for six minutes, if it's going wrong, oh, it's going wrong. (laughs) And you're feeling it all the time. And you're feeling those eyes looking at you and those faces looking at you and all that sort of stuff. And you're like... Uh, <laughs> can somebody come and rescue me please
0: <laughs> yeah that's it and sometimes you know people you end up cutting it short you've got a six minute set you end up doing four and a half minutes or five <laughs> minutes because you are like, actually i just want this to be over i'm gonna go now um kind of short, right, cut yeah. it a bit short but yeah with improv someone can come and tag you out it's almost like tag team wrestling anyway um cool. on other comedy news um we were nominated, this podcast was nominated for a guildie, which is awesome. And I would just like to thank everyone who nominated us and anyone who voted for us as well. Um, and Darren, you're involved in the New Zealand Comedy Guild. Um, would you like to talk a bit more about, about what the Guildies are and uh, what it's looking like for us and everything else?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, obviously the Guildies are the highlight of the comedy community for the comedy year they're the major awards that get held once a year um and look whatever happens to us happens to us you know um to be fair with people like i think jack ansett and joe damon and chris parker and people like that and james malcolm you know these are not only former guests of the show but these are some of the biggest names in comedy around at the moment you know um, mm. James Malcolm won raw. He has his own festival shows. Joe Damon has 52,000 Instagram followers. You know, you kind of, to be nominated in that company is just awesome. And, and regardless, I don't care if we came last out of the five shortlisted people, but the fact that people, well, I, I do care because I hate losing, but um, which I'm getting used to as a national voter, but. Uh, but what it um, but it but it's just amazing that there were people that were willing to put us forward you know and that and that to me shows that somebody's getting something out of listening to this show I have no idea what they get out of listening to this junk but then that, that's great if people are um just to be recognized in that company was just an awesome feeling
0: yeah 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 totally and I totally appreciate um, that support people have given us. And I think it's awesome. And I agree with you. I, th- I think that whatever the results, just being up there among that kind of distinguished company um, is, is really cool. And I feel quite privileged to be there. So um, no, that was really exciting. But we have something even more exciting to talk about, don't we? News, as we've been hinting at a little bit uh, for our rather breathless plow through our agenda for the rest of the episode. Um what was it again, though? I've forgotten. There's something cool coming up.
1: Yeah, there is something cool coming up, and I think it's something to do with open mics. We can't be organising open mics,
0: could we? I don't no. Think it's that no, we're not. But we are organising a new radio show called the Open Mic Radio Show. <laughs> I am super cool. I am
1: super cool and super excited about this as well, by the way. Yes. uh because I have done a very small stint in radio before, but that was like nearly 25, 30 years ago.
0: Yes,
1: me too. Yes. We are, you know, so lucky to be given this opportunity to do eight pilot episodes. So um, it's going to probably kick off, what do you think, around about late February, do you think, before the first episode start coming out?
0: Yeah, I think realistically, um, given we haven't got any guests lined up yet, that's a hint to any (laughs) listeners who might want to be guests. Um, And also uh, the fact that I'm going on holiday again uh, at the beginning of February. I think late February is a realistic target for us. Um, Obviously, timescales slip. We have slipped with timescales before ourselves. So don't hold us to that 100%. We would have been making this announcement a lot earlier, actually, if it hadn't been for the lockdown and the inability of people to get into the radio studio but um, we are looking at doing um, eight a minimum of eight uh, one-hour episodes I think we're going to be looking at a Saturday morning slot, and this will be on Planet FM which is a Auckland community radio station broadcasting to all one and a half million people across Auckland but also fear not podcast listeners from further afield um, we will be putting the radio show Um, out on the radio station's podcast own podcast stream Um, it will be streamed live over the internet as well from them and we will also put episodes onto our podcast stream so you don't need to adjust your sets or tune into anything else you can just continue listening to us um, on this feed but it will be basically or will become the open mic radio show that doesn't mean the podcast is is finished Um, we will still put out episodes when we get when we get time but we are looking at doing a weekly radio show so realistically um that may well become our main focus at least for the first uh, eight weeks um from when we start and then we'll look and assess at how we're doing and i'm sure the radio station will assess how how we're doing as well
1: i'm so glad that you pointed out that the podcast wasn't finished because the tsunami of tears that were probably just about to flow then when you ju- when it almost sounded like it was all over, and then the massive gasp of relief when people found out that there is still a procrastinators somewhere
0: in the universe. I know. I sense, even though we haven't published this yet, um, this episode, I, I my phone's already blowing up. <laughs> people <laughs> asking the metaverse. what's going on. The metaverse is obviously tracking our
1: conversation. That's right. and, uh, and people, It's already out there. It's That's already right. at, in about 20 minutes. We're both going to be getting notifications on our phones for a program called Open Mic on Planet FM every Saturday morning.
0: That's right. And do watch this space. Um, do what, keep an eye on our Facebook page, like and follow if you haven't already. And do subscribe to our podcast stream if you haven't already, um, because we will keep updates uh, out through there. But also, check out soon you'll be able to check out the Planet FM. Uh, website um, and you'll get to see information there as well about the radio show but we we will keep everyone posted because our podcast listeners are always our first people to let know about stuff Um, but also don't be surprised if uh, your people involved in the Auckland comedy community and we get in touch with you about being on our radio show and also I'd say if you want to be on it don't be shy to get in touch
1: no not at all um, because one thing about this show is we've always made it open and available to anybody um, that wants to come on, whether they're experienced, whether they're new, up and coming, whatever level people are at. We've always been keen to talk to people, understand their experience in comedy, what motivates them, and stuff like that. And you know the the guys at Planet FM have, have obviously understood what we do. And they see that there's high value in having that as a community radio program, which was really cool when we actually got the news that they thought that this was a great idea for a radio show as well.
0: And it's worth saying, isn't it, Darren? Because I I guess people are going to be wondering, well, all right, what's the show going to actually be about? And I think it's worth saying that people don't want to hear Darren's um, David Seymour fanboying and they don't want (laughs) to hear my cool, considered um, critical support for what the government are doing. Um, what they want to hear is about the comedy community in Auckland and further afield. So what we'll hope to be doing is talking to new and established comedians and promoters and venue owners and so on throughout the comedy community um, about the community itself. Um, So this will be a show by comedians for comedians uh, and featuring other people involved in the community.
1: But I would say that if you're listening to this podcast and you know, obviously if you're listening to it, you have an interest in comedy, but you know, the stories that come out in some of our podcasts are often quite funny for people who aren't always just 100% about comedy. Cause we do have obviously some polit- political listeners and stuff like that. And they keep writing to us and telling us we need to do more politics. Uh, but at the moment politics, bit of a lull we're midterm and to be honest, It's just all about COVID and COVID and Omicron and Delta. And to be honest, I actually now put on my CV that I'm fluent in Greek because I've learned so many Greek words over the last six to 12 months. It's like, it's amazing. So uh, I've
0: never put that I speak Greek fluently. Sorry, that was a, you obviously don't speak Greek because you'd have got that joke. Uh, And you actually dropped out. (laughs) Oh my God. I said, move ha <laughs> mu and the, where did that variant go what happened to that variant well exactly i mean this would literally if we wanted to keep this as a political and we do i mean we will continue talking about politics on the podcast itself uh, and that's probably when we'll put episodes out is when there's stuff we want to talk about in the political sphere um that we you know isn't necessarily appropriate for radio um but it is, is worth saying at the moment a political podcast is really a covid podcast and that's pretty depressing And talking about comedy is fun. Yes. And hopefully it cheers people up as well. And you're quite right, of course, that the show will not just be for people who perform comedy or promote it or produce it. Um, It will hopefully be for people who like, enjoy listening to comedy as well. I know lots of people that love watching, for instance, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee uh, on Netflix. Um, This will basically be comedians... Uh, in small rooms on zoom or in a radio studio um talking about no that no that comparison just doesn't work gonna, <laughs> yeah, burn
1: it down before it goes anywhere cut it but yes. don't cut it out don't cut it out it's gone.
0: no i'll edit this later no i won't <laughs> <laughs> I am just gonna put it out as it is um but no um it will be for anyone who enjoys comedy likes watching, likes understanding where comedians are coming from. You know, maybe people will give us a few funny jokes and funny anecdotes. Um, you know, it hopefully will very much be very similar to some of the episodes we put out on this podcast already. Uh, just hopefully. Now, one of the reasons we wanted to do this was to actually get access to a radio studio and be able to do this in a with better audio. Um, it looks like that given how the alert levels are possibly going to go, and the fact that the radio station are being very careful, quite correctly, uh, in terms of how they open back up, it may be that we have to continue recording on Zoom for a while. Uh, but I'm hoping that eventually we'll also get actually physically get into the radio studio and be broadcasting from there, which will be awesome. We'd we'll even better do live shows sometimes. Um, you know, there'll be all sorts of uh, possibilities opened up for us. No,
1: absolutely, and um, obviously we're looking at going much further than the eight. Um, pilot shows because I think we could really do some pretty cool stuff with the radio show it's only an hour long isn't it or 55 minutes or something like an episode so uh...
0: it'll be very strictly edited unlike so those of you that and we have had a bit of feedback some of the podcast episodes gone on a bit long um we're gonna have to be a lot more disciplined because obviously there'll be shows either side of us there's also got to be room for advertising and and for traders for other shows um on the station so You know, uh, we're going to be sticking to that 55 minutes. Religiously? Yes. Even though you're not religious and I am, so I'll have to be the one that sticks to it. No, well, since it'll probably (laughs) be me that does the editing, um, I'll be sticking to it pretty religiously. I I have got religion for the purposes of um, this.
1: I was going to say, Jacinda doesn't count. She's not been sainted yet, so you, you can't count her yet.
0: Not yet, but um, the whisper on the ground is it won't won't be long, well
1: Clark's having a go, you know, I mean he's obviously uh doing a few things that are moving him in those sort of circles as well, but
0: we yeah, might say, not but. the. uh not I'm sure it's not the first time he's um not being honest with pharmacists <laughs> that's um <laughs> that's definitely just for satirical reasons, and um, of course. What on earth
1: you would be implying? I do not know, but I definitely uh,
0: don't mean anything other than uh, for joke for the lols.
1: Um, the lols. we love the lols, but um, one thing I gotta make sure we do this year is more social media. I don't yes. think we did enough last year, so that's my new year's resolution for the radio to show and the podcast is to do more social media so people know more what we're about and what we're up to and stuff like that.
0: The other thing is as well with the radio show, yeah, quite right. And I, th- I think I, you know, I'm keen to to help more with that this year as well. And I think um, the other thing to remember about the radio show is as well: not only do we have to be disciplined in terms of 55 minutes and that's it done, we also have to be disciplined in terms of um, scheduling and getting it out. So there'll be no, art, uh, uh, no, sorry, can't be bothered to do it this week. Too busy at work. Um, you know, got three stand-up gigs, doing an improv class. Doesn't matter. podcast the radio show will still have to be out there otherwise there'll be a blank uh hour slot um on a saturday morning on planet fm which is one of the top radio stations in auckland and we can't afford to have that there so yeah that's going to be um where we're going to be calling on you really listeners because we'll need guests um i don't think i'm not convinced Your average Planet FM listener will want to listen to me and Darren for an hour talking to each other. Uh, We can do it. Um, We can probably do more than that. But (laughs) whether it makes good radio, I don't know. So we will really be relying on you guys to put your hands up to come on because we want you on. Uh, We will be messaging people proactively. Don't get me wrong. But uh, also feel free to volunteer. I have a face for radio. You've got a face for radio. I have a face for radio. I was actually—I was actually told that when I originally tried to break into radio um, in my early twenties as well. So that was. I, I was also told I had a voice for radio, um, which was worrying given the state of most uh, British um, daytime radio presenters. <laughs> <clears throat> but
1: you know, we're sitting here at the
0: start of season three, and, and and the one
1: thing in common of all three seasons is they've all started with just me and you. Yes. All episode ones have just been me and you. And when I think back to where we've gone in the last two years, we've had an awesome journey.
0: Yes, we have. It's also <clears throat> worth noting that our first episodes are always the lowest rated. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know if it's just because we're the only two on it. But um, yeah, no, we have. We've had some awesome guests. And without our guests and our listeners and the people that kind of actually promote our show as well, help us promote it, um, we wouldn't have uh, got to where we are. We certainly wouldn't be talking about starting a radio show. But to be honest, I imagine we wouldn't still be doing the podcast. Um, pod, pod fade is a thing. So I, I think I saw somewhere where there's been over a million. I saw the statistic somewhere where there's been over a million podcasts uh, launched around the in the English language. Maybe it was um, certainly globally, and um, the vast majority of them don't continue beyond sort of episode six or seven. And here we are. Uh, well, I've, as you know, I've lost counts; become a bit of a running joke. I've no idea what number we're actually up to. But I think it's like number 27 or something. What, in three seasons? Mm. No, we're well into the 40s. Well,
1: there oh, you go. God, could, I've lost count. I could just go and Spotify.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't don't uh, look at the numbering system I've used. That is absolutely completely unreliable. But I, I know, but, but see... I think we are into the 40s. I will check, but I think sure. we're into the 40s.
1: If someone would have said to me um, in March 2020, do you think you guys will get to season three? I like, I don't think we'll get to episode three. I was like, but we're there. And then of course, last year, you know, obviously having the the pro show that we did and stuff like that, we've done some like really kind of like cool stuff in two years and been able to do quizzes and be able to promote our own show and have the third season and go into radio. There's just some cool stuff there. We've been really lucky what, what this has given back to us.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Still haven't made any money out of it yet, but... Um, <laughs> I've spent lots of money doing it. Spent lots of money, but also <laughs> had lots of fun, so I'm fine I'm fine with that. Um, you know, other people spend money to play rugby or to, um, you know, go skiing or whatever. I'm happy to invest money in in my hobbies. Um, it's not a problem.
1: And this has done really well.
0: Yes, yes, this is r- r- a lot of fun. And we are definitely looking forward to, um, to the radio show. So watch this space, as we said. Uh, radio show probably looking to get it out um, sort of towards the end of February with the first episode. Um, but who knows? But in the meantime, this episode, this episode is probably, it's being recorded on Sunday the 16th of January. It'll probably be published uh, on the night of Sunday the 16th, because if it isn't, it may not be published <laughs> for another three weeks. Um, but assuming it does go out roughly around that time, we may we may be able to squeeze in another episode or two purely of the podcast. Um, but it could be that we say, hang on a minute, why uh, waste this fantastic guest on the podcast? Why not make an episode of the radio show with them? So um, we'll see exactly. who we want us to get.
1: Indeed. No, I uh, I should say we'll become very heavily focused on radio pretty soon.
0: Yeah, I think realistically, um, finding, finding the time to do uh, non-radio episodes while we're doing the radio show will be next to impossible. It may come down to we record an interview with someone who's too rude to go on the radio. <laughs> it, may, it may also be that we we do it we do a we record a really good interview where the guest tells us really cool anecdotes that are really funny and worth sharing with people, but we think hmm is that good for the radio or not? And then we edit two different versions. Um, I don't know how realistic that'll be but that may well happen. Uh something I'll be discouraging because be <laughs> a lot of extra work. But um, you know We'll use this podcast stream as, as as the way of communicating with our loyal, regular listeners while hopefully building up a new audience base on the radio.
1: Indeed. And by the way, you massively undershot the episodes and I overshot them. I've just counted. And this is number 38.
0: Wow. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, so here's to another 38. And if we do weekly <laughs> and we end up doing just running on after the initial eight episodes we're doing with planet fm um we run on and we're doing up you know we'll easily better smash that number this year correct Which is lots of
1: work but lots of fun at the same time yeah
0: absolutely absolutely um well okay um I, i've got to go and do my evening walk otherwise i will my waistline will continue to expand <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the new challenge for the new year is
0: reducing waistlines. Yep, definitely. Um, All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Darren, as always, for um, co-hosting. And uh, like I said, we look forward to hearing from our listeners um, about who want to talk to us about our exciting news. And we look forward to following up with the radio station about the next steps. And we also look forward to discussing things with our first eight potential guests. Absolutely.
1: And uh, before we go, I'm going to give one quick former guest a shout out for nothing else that they probably have the coolest news over Christmas. And that is top party leader, Shine Neveau actually gave birth to her baby daughter. Shout out for that. That's pretty cool news.
0: Ah, congratulations, shine
1: Indeed. That's pretty cool news over Christmas with everything else that went on. So thanks, Matt, as usual. And that's
0: yep. a wrap yeah definitely thanks darren and of course we should say thanks to all of our loyal listeners um if there's anything you want to add do uh, come and check out our facebook page and add a comment under one of the posts or feel free to flick us an email hello at com, um, or even send us a private message on facebook through the facebook page all right thanks for listening